What is up, you guys? Welcome back. Sorry this episode is coming out a day later than normal, but honestly, I had to do it for my mental health. I had to... I just had to have a day to myself because I just feel like so much pressure coming from different angles and sometimes things have to give and for me that was putting my podcast off one day and I'm kind of proud of myself because normally I'd be like really hard on myself like there's no room for error we have to do everything perfectly like we're on the schedule like I haven't missed a Monday in years years from doing this podcast and I was like you know what like the world isn't going to end if my podcast episode comes out one day later, it's not a big deal. So that's what's happening. And it's okay. I'm just giving myself grace. And the reason why I'm sharing this with you is because I just want to, you know, I always want to be as transparent as, as possible about anything and everything that's going on in my life. But also I'm sure this can somehow relate to you with something you might be going through where you feel like you have to do everything perfectly or or it's not even worth doing at all. That's a horrible mindset that we have, I think, that if we don't do it perfect, then why even bother? And I don't know. I don't I don't think that's how we should be living life because sometimes all you just need is a little bit of effort and just just to try. You know, a a short 20-minute workout or, you know, just going for a walk is better than nothing. And if you feel like, oh, I can't go, if I don't have time to go do a hardcore two-hour workout, then then there's no point in even working out at all. That's not true because a 20-minute workout is better than no workout at all. Going for a walk, whatever it is, is better than nothing. So I just think we need to be kinder to ourselves and have more grace and, and just be okay with not being perfect. But that's not even what this episode is about. Um, not even close. I actually wanted to share this funny story that really got me thinking that I think we need to be more like kids. And kids are hilarious, but kids are just so pure and just just un, unscathed by society for such a short period of time. And I think it is... It is something we should learn from. So that's what we're going to be getting into today. Hey, you guys. Welcome to the Empowered Podcast, hosted by your girl, Miranda Lee. I hope you're ready to get confident, throw away the all-or-nothing mindset, fully surrender to God, and strive to be 1% better every day. Don't forget, you are enough you are worthy, and you are loved. Alrighty, let's get this party started. Okay, so the funny story. Um, so I was flying from where I live to go visit family in San Diego. So I was on my layover and I found this like little yoga room. I don't know if you've ever seen an airport with a yoga room, but I found one and I thought it was so cool. So I peeked in there to see if anyone was in there because I had my baby and my two dogs, so I didn't want to, you know, get in anyone's way. But there was a mom and her two young daughters with her, and they were like, yeah, come on in. And my baby was sleeping, which was amazing, and 
um, they saw I had my two dogs in in the little my little carry on um, bag thing that they that they lay in. And the two girls like, bring your doggies out, bring your doggies out. And I was like, okay, okay. So I bring my doggies out and, um, one of the, the youngest, the younger girl, um, I'm really horrible at guessing ages. Maybe she was like, maybe she was eight. I don't know. She was sitting in front of me. We were both crisscross applesauce and she wanted to hold my smallest dogs, my little dog Willow. So she put Willow in her lap and Willow would just crawl back to my lap and I'd place her, I'd place Willow back on this little girl's lap, and Willow would just get up and get on my lap, you know, like, um, her mommy, this is a stranger, totally understandable, but the little girl says, I know why the doggy wants to lay on your lap and not mine, and I was like, yeah, why? She goes, because your legs are a lot bigger, your legs are bigger than mine, so it's more comfy for the little dog to lay on than mine, and I was like, First of all, solid point. If I was a dog, I would pick the softer thing to lay on as well. That just I thought it was so funny because kids are just so honest and so to the point. But here's the thing. In her head, she's not thinking like, oh, I don't want to offend this lady I don't know. I don't want her to think I'm calling her fat and, you know, fat is bad, this or that. Like, she was making a true statement. Me, as a 27-year-old woman, has, I have bigger legs than this little eight-year-old girl. It is a fact, all right? She wasn't saying it to be mean, and I thought it was so funny, by the way. I was not offended at all, but I could totally see how maybe a younger version of me might have gotten a little insecure at at this comment, which is so silly, right? Like, it's so silly, but this is just an example because there are so many other moments where we hear people, let's say, like, like they make a comment. Like, I've talked about, like, this example in another podcast episode, like, someone saying, like, oh, the, my jeans don't fit me anymore, um, they're, they're too big on me. I thought maybe you'd want to try them. And like that might offend us because we're like, oh, this person is saying that they're too skinny for their jeans, but me, a bigger individual will probably fit. And we're taught that that is kind of a diss, that that is something rude, um, to say. One, really, it's just kind of a fact. Like, this person's body is too small for this piece of clothing, but this piece of clothing might be able to fit me who has a bigger body than the individual who doesn't fit this pair of clothing. Like, it's just a fact, all right? Like, it's not something we need to get upset about. And this just has me thinking, like, when kids come into this world, like, they learn things and you know, this little eight-year-old was just pointing out facts and, you know, none of it was to offend or call my body a certain way and hers better, nothing like that, right? But there is going to be a time in this girl's life, unfortunately, that she is going to learn and she's going to be told that having a smaller body is better 
than having a bigger body and she's going to feel like she is probably more worthy in a smaller body. I mean, I hope this doesn't happen. I really, I hope and pray that it doesn't happen, that we can really, you know, fix, fix things for the next generation. But odds are there's, there are going to be people in her life who, who kind of tell her that not directly, but you know, it could be, a a parent, like a mom. It could be an aunt. It could be a friend's mom who looks in the mirror and says, oh my gosh, I'm too fat. Like, or I need to lose weight to fit in these jeans. Instead of saying, I need a bigger pair of jeans. Like, I need to lose weight so I look better in this or that. Like, that is how these kids learn. And that's how we learned. And it has me thinking, just going back to the years, like there had to have been a point where I, I looked in the mirror and I didn't just see my body as a body, but I saw my body as something that was connected to my worth and my value. And I'm kind of like thinking back in time, right? And I think the first time I was ever like, my feelings were hurt about my body was, I've talked about this before, this really stuck with me, um, was in kindergarten when my crush told me that I was fat. He just said, why are you fat? And you know what? Uh, I was a chunky little kid. Nothing is wrong with that. There are so many factors to why I was chunky that had to do with genetics, that had to do with, you know, um, age and maybe the food I was eating or maybe not being as active. I don't know. I don't remember. I was literally five years old. I was just a chunky five-year-old. Ain't no thing, okay? And there had to have been a reason in my life that I equated being fat or being a bigger in a bigger body to that being wrong or bad or less worthy or less valuable, this is not something that I was born with. This was not a mindset that I came out knowing that smaller is better and bigger is less attractive. This is not a mindset that we were born having. There is a shift. We, you know, kids are sponges. They just absorb everything around them, good or bad. So there was a time that I was absorbing comments. I was absorbing comments whether it was from my own family members, whether it was from people on TV, whether it was friends and their family members, whether it was strangers in the grocery store saying, don't eat that, that'll make you fat. There had to have been one, not one thing, but multiple things that shaped my mind that being in a bigger body or having fat was a negative thing. Because that is not something we were born thinking. That is not the mindset that that we just came out of the womb having. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is two things. One, like I really think we need to change our own mindset and just kind of look at the facts rather than being like, oh, like I don't fit in these jeans anymore. Like this must, must mean I slipped up. This must mean, you know, I'm less beautiful to society. This must mean this or that when it's like, okay, your body wasn't exactly the same shape or weight or size or whatever as it was as a past version of you when you fit into these jeans. Like, who cares? 
I've said it before and I'll say it again. Clothes were meant to fit you. You were not meant to fit clothes. And your body is going to go through changes throughout your life. It is so unfair to think that your body is going to stay the exact same shape and size and weight your entire life. Like, it's, it's just, it's impossible, okay? It's impossible. And that's just an unrealistic expectation to set for ourselves. So, I think that once we, once we are okay with that, like, and having this relationship with ourselves where we can just, you know, look at the facts and not take offense to what other people say. Um, and like, I don't know, I feel like because of diet culture and stuff, we're all just so sensitive and really digging deep into things that people are saying when it's not even that serious. Um, but also the other way around too, like we shouldn't, if someone points something out or maybe says something to be mean, like maybe just straight up like calls you fat I feel like if someone called me fat now if someone said like I'm like oh you're you're so fat I don't know if I would be I don't know how offended I would be I mean it always depends on the person but like okay like you called me fat like fat is something that I do have on my body And there's not really a size where, like, you could deem me fat or not fat. Like, it's, like, I, it's just, I have fat. Like, it's literally a fact. I don't know. But I think if you were, I don't, I just feel like I wouldn't be that offended. Also, because I feel like no one would say that to you unless they were really trying to hurt your feelings. Because as a society, we've deemed the word fat as, like, a negative thing when it's, like, it's literally... Like, we all have fat, okay? Like, it's not that big of a deal. Where I think back then, years ago, like, it would have been, like, life-changing and life-ending if someone were to call me fat. Like, it was in in kindergarten when that little boy told me I was fat. And then the older I got, it was, like, the worse that comment stung, you know? And it really starts with us, like, changing our mindset around what society has told us like is right and wrong and what we should strive for and not strive for that like it's completely made up like our society tells us that being in a smaller body and wearing a smaller pant size makes us more beautiful and more worthy but that's literally made up like it is so made up so that's what we tell ourselves and like these things literally don't matter and the second reason why I'm bringing this up is because we, we are the ones that are making this imprint on the next generation. And, oh my gosh, I just, I don't want us to kind of pass down what other generations have passed down to us. Like, I don't want my kids living in a world where the worst thing you can be called is fat. Like, really, I, I, there's a lot of things that I think are worse than being fat. Like, you know, maybe being mean or rude or, um, like, there's just so many other things that I feel like, like, we rather be that instead of being called fat. Like, what? Like, what a weird society we live in where that is, like, our worst nightmare is what other people's opinions are on our bodies and our bodies are, like, the least interesting thing about us. Like, our bodies aren't 
what we have to offer the world. Like, no one's, I don't know, like, my size and my weight isn't really going to affect how much, you know, love I have to give to people, isn't going to affect how, you know, hard of a worker I am. It's not going to affect how people feel when they're around me. Like, we think that our bodies, it's like, that's the most important thing. And I don't want us to pass that down to the next generation. And that starts with us. Nine times out of 10, the way kids learn about how they have, how to have a relationship with their body is how they see others, especially, you know, their moms or, you know, their, their aunts, their, their friends or friends' moms, like how they, how their relationship with their body is. It's not that these people are telling them directly, like, about their body. It's about how we talk about our own body and our own bodies and our, our kids and our friends' kids and other kids and maybe your students, whatever, whatever you do. Like, these kids are listening, okay? So, it's not enough to just change your language when you're talking about them, but we need to change our language when we're talking about ourselves. So it all starts with ourselves. So if you want to be the change for the next generation, if you want, if you want to stop diet culture in its tracks, right? You don't want to pass this on. You don't want other people, um, your friends, your family, your, your own kids to live maybe through the struggles that you lived. Like it has to start with yourself. You have to heal your relationship with your body first. All right. And like, this is what I do in my one-on-one coaching. Like, it's not just like, oh, hey, like, let's, let's learn how to eat healthy and work out. Like, it goes so much further than that. Like, it really starts with healing your relationship with food. It starts with prioritizing your mental health. It starts with unlearning all the things that diet culture has taught us and relearning how to truly love yourself and love your body, um, you know, especially with, with, with help from God, like in, as a faith-based perspective, as a Christ-like view, I think like, that's just, that's just the most important part, you know, instead of putting society first and all these things that are forever changing, like put, put God first, you guys, that is never changing. That is always number one, always the same. Like God loves us for us, not for our bodies. And we have to learn how to love ourselves for who we are and who God created us to be, not the body that he put our soul in. We need to take care of it. Yes, that's important. But to spend our entire life just obsessing about the body that God put our soul in, that's just ridiculous. So, so these are the things that we work on with, with one-on-one coaching with me. And we also, you know, talk about this stuff in our Facebook empowerment community. So if you are interested in one-on-one coaching, I, I, I hope you reach out to me. You can email me. This is Miranda Lee at gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram at this is Miranda Lee. So just shoot me a message. I'm, I'm here to talk to you guys, but you know, I hope that that you just you truly believe that you can be the change and that we can make a difference for the next generation. 
and all the generations to come. And like I said, it starts with us. So, so yes, that is it for today. Thank you guys for listening and and for being patient, um, you know, waiting for this episode to come out like a whole day later. I appreciate it, but I will catch you in next week's episode. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week.